And we're on. Cool. Um, so something I want to talk about. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, buddy. Hold your horses. Intro the pod, man. Uh, What's yes. going on? I forgot we <laughs> stopped the automatic intro. So, hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, the name's Rohan. This is the Recess Podcast, where we talk about all things business, entrepreneurship, finance, I'm Jacob, Unfiltered Podcast for Entrepreneurs, our new tagline. That's what we have on our, our new flyers. But anyways, for today's podcast, um, <laughs> I want to talk about resolutions, right? Um, it's the middle of December, and everyone on January 1st says they make their, they make their whole list. Here are the 12 things I'm going to fix this year, and by January 10th, they misplaced that list and completely forgot they made it. Um, and I feel like it's a big thing that we could talk about How a many bit. times do you think people redo their resolutions year after year? Uh, every every time on winter break, but I think do you think so. You think they have this like same resolutions every year? I think they're I think their true resolutions are always different from the resolutions they'll tell me. They'll tell me the standard stuff like oh, uh, eat healthy, get more sleep, uh, do more fun things. Like it's always very. So what do you mean by their true resolutions? I think what they need to like everyone has their own personal issues that they want to fix if they do enough self reflection, and sometimes those people aren't comfortable sharing those with other people. Um, I think the other thing is they're not specific enough with their resolutions, and so if there's nothing like tangible that you're chasing and it's just a high level, oh, eat healthy, there's no way to measure that, and it ends up just fading away. Um, how, how I've th- heard people say like every year, I want to get more fit. Like, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, And then next year, it's like, oh, what's your resolution? I want to get more fit. It's like, did you say it last year? They're like, I don't work it means. out. Did it work out? Like, it just means the gyms we go to just get packed on the first week, dude. <laughs> it, I swear if I hear one more person say, I want to go to the gym this year, I'm like, don't go to my gym. Like, I don't want to see you there. It's always the first week. And then after that, it's all back to normal. But why? It's so sad. It's so sad. I think there's not a strong enough like why or a strong enough reason. If their main primary reason is, oh, I'm doing it out of formality because I'm supposed to, quote, unquote, have a New Year's resolution – I don't think that's sustainable. Yeah, I think there's so many things to go into. Working out's hard. It is. It sucks. So, and it sucks for a while, and then it gets great, right? Yeah. But people don't go through the suck, and they start, and they're like, this sucks, and they force themselves to go for like a week, and they're like, this like, sucks. And do then you think like, of it as like a chore or something? I don't think of it like that at all no anymore. No way. I, yeah. If I go, don't go to the gym, I'm like, oh, oh, I hate my day. Like, this sucks. Yeah, exactly. And, so, okay, so a lot of people, I, I always have this thing, I, like, do something hard every day. Going to the gym is not one of those anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a great thing I get to do every day. Like, mm-hmm. I have the ability to go to the gym. But it's hard. Some people hate it. And I think they hate it because, you know, it's hard at first. But it's, like, a reinforcing type of thing mm-hmm. where you go and you, like, you know, it's hard, but, like, you feel better afterwards and then you go back. I feel like if you see back. some progress, because sometimes it looks like it's so far away, your end goal, right? If you're out of shape and you're like, oh, I want to get fit, it takes a long time to get there, and you don't see progress every day. It's not like, oh, I do some bicep curls, and tomorrow I'm looking huge, you know? I think people do goal setting all wrong, and I think that's what happens, and that's a big reason why people don't follow through with many of their resolutions, but more, like, in the, what we're talking about the gym specifically. I think mm-hmm. people say, I want to get more fit. Like, okay, like... In what way is that? Eat more one, weight, less eat weight. one less donut this today and tomorrow and every day, and you'll be, like, more fit. But, like, what does more fit actually mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it... So there's no measurable aspect of the goal. Like, mm-hmm. everyone said that smart goal, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic... Reach- reachable and... Ta- time... Target- time, time sens- sensitive or yeah, something, something like that. something like that. But actually, like, legitimately, that's, like, great advice. Works. Because, okay, <laughs> if I say I want to get fit this year or I want to get more fit... I, 
is that what what is, is that it, how is it measurable how is many it? of those five do you have like <laughs> what was the first one uh smart uh specific is it specific no is it measurable no is it actionable uh, kind, kind of. of is it realistic maybe no <laughs> is it time bound <laughs> hey it's realistic no. uh, you can get more fit right um time bound no but so so okay so i think i think if i if i go set a goal and i say i want to get more fit all right what does that actually look like? All right, now I say, I want to lose 10 pounds. All right, now it's measurable. Is it specific? 10 pounds? Yes. Yes. Is it actionable? No. Not really. I'm going to gain 10 pounds by going to the gym every day for 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go six times a week, 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And then you say, all right, now it's actionable. Realistic. Is it realistic that I can go for 30 minutes a day every day to the gym? If you can't go for 30 minutes to the gym today, you better put down Instagram and figure it out because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anyone say, I don't have 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. unless you're Elon Musk changing the world. And even he started to go, he to, the started gym. Going to the gym. So, All these billionaires, actually, I say, uh, what's that like martial art that Zuckerberg is MMA doing now? Or Muay Thai or something like that. Like all of them. Have you seen, you see the transformation photo of Jeff Bezos? Uh, yeah, he, all these he just got on TRT it. and started <laughs> eating steak. Big ups to my boy. But, anyways. <laughs> What were we talking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think you got your goal of ten pounds? You're losing. All right, is it actionable? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym like whatever, thirty day, thirty minutes a day for six days, whatever. Is it time bound? I'm gonna do lose these ten pounds in the next two months. Good. And then is it reasonable? That's reasonable. You lose a pound, eh, two months, maybe put it three, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but then you how have. How do you know if it's reasonable? If you haven't done this, how do you know that ten pounds being lost in two ask months? Chat GPT. <laughs> no, realistically, like it. Okay, I will tell you right now: thirty-five hundred <laughs> calories is a pound. Okay, a pound of fat. So number one is so, first understanding like what you're doing with all of this before you make that goal. Like, well, I, no, no, I don't think that's true. I think you make the goal and then you find a way to make the goal work. Okay. And so I made the goal of I want to lose ten pounds in the next three months. All right, or two months or whatever. And okay. then I go and find out. Okay, how can I actually do this? And then I go into the, that's the actionable part. No, I'm saying, how do you say, know if it's realistic, though? How do you know if 10 pounds in two months is realistic at all? Because what if it's completely unrealistic? What if you say, uh, if you haven't done this before, you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in like 12 days or something, but you have no concept of like how much work it actually takes to lose those 12 pounds because you haven't worked out before. So like, how do you do that? It's not reasonable. So then you, that's the hard part, honestly. I mean, there's so much out there. I mean, fitness is one way thing we can talk about for days. I mean, I could talk about for days, but... Realistically, like, there's so much information out there on pretty much all the main goals people have. Like, mm-hmm. what? Eat healthier? Sleep. Sleep more? What? Do my homework? Stop failing my classes? I don't know. Like, what What are What are the main goals people have? Like, there's so many things out there you can... Spend more time reconnecting with old friends. People always say that. Like, I tell my mom that all the time. She says she hasn't talked to her friends from college, even though they live in the same town. She's like, oh, I, like, I see them on Facebook. I should reach out. I'm like, then reach out, you know? Like... Why not? Because there's Mom, no sp- it's not a very smart goal. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to be specific, actionable. <laughs> Tell me that. Um, there's a, but there's a quote about goal setting that I love from Atomic Habits, the book. And I think it was said by either Coach K, like the, the Duke basketball coach who's legendary, or is Alabama's football coach. But it was like, we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems and processes and our yeah. habits, right? Yeah, I love that. Because, like, the example they gave is in a NBA championship, both teams have the same goal, win the game. 
but that but only 50% of those teams are actually achieving that goal right so it's not the goal that's really separating them from each other it's like the systems that they have in place and the habits and the coaches like uh, we don't even look at the scoreboard. As long as we know we're following through with what we're supposed to be doing, the score will take care of itself. And that's the way he looks at this. I agree. So I think if I was to go, which I will, I'm going to set up my New Year's resolutions. Not going to do on January 1st. That's whack. I think that's terrible. Do not do that. Why? I think because if you do it on January 1st, you're just like everyone else. You know, you're just like doing it because just you're to supposed to. And you're not doing it because it means anything. So I'm going to do it. What day is it? The 8th? I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay. Hold me to it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um, uh, you know what? I'll do it too. All right. I'll do it tomorrow. You you can text me. You can t- and I'll do it. Um, I just made that up right now, but I'm going to do it tomorrow <laughs> because I said it. And I, I can't wait till whatever, but um, I can't wait till the 1st. So I would say don't wait till the 1st. I mean, you're just waiting. You're like, oh, I know I need to make one, but I'm just having to do it mm-hmm. yet. Do it tomorrow with me. If you hear it, if you hear this, I don't know when you're going to hear this podcast, probably later, probably around a little bit before the first, I hope, yeah. but make, make the, make them early. And then what did you say? Smart, smart goals. Everyone's heard this, but realistically, like it's actually a good way to measure goals because just saying something random, like, is it, am I going to get there? No way. Like Here, if I say I'm going to get more fit, I'm not, it's not going to get there. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Let's do it. Um, I haven't really put that much thought into my goals either um, for the next year, but one comes to mind. There's one I know for a fact. I haven't made it into a quote-unquote smart goal, but it's actually about something you just said, how tomorrow you're going to make sure you do this and you're like, text me to hold you accountable, right? Something that I really want to work on with myself is this whole theme of like under-committing and over-delivering. I feel like I've over-committed a lot this year um, in terms of everything I've gotten involved with, even little things like Telling my friends, oh, I'm going to go play pickleball with you later. And then eventually, like, canceling on them, like, oh, some call came up, some meeting came up. Little things like that. I want to make sure that every time I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 100%. Um, And that's something that I'm going to really try and work on this year uh, mentally. Yeah, I have a lot of goals like that. I just need to commit, make them in the smart. Yeah, exactly. I just need to make them actionable. I need to make make a plan of how I'm going to get there. I need to figure out the habits I need to actually legitimately do that. I need to make the systems in place that'll keep me to do that. Mm -hmm. And I need to make a way that's going to like, I need to make it time bound. And I need to figure out like, how can I actually measure this? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times like, okay, I have a goal, right? I want to get off social media more, right? I want to, I want to live my life more. I want to get, spend less time on my phone doing stuff I don't want to do. Right. Right now, that's just a thing I say. Mm-hmm. And every day I'm just beating myself up because like, oh, I spent like 10 minutes on social media just now for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? But that's not like, it, it's because it's not actionable. It's not like I'm hitting a specific goal. So I watched the Lex Friedman pod, or it was a video, his like day in life. He says he, 10 minutes of, of social media a day, that's his threshold. It doesn't go over hard cut. Mm. Could be something like that. I say I, I have no more than 30 minutes a day and that'll start to like, I'll do that for two months. And then after 30 minutes a day, then I'll say, all right, I'm on 15 minutes a day and mm-hmm. I get that. And uh, I think that could be a start, but I haven't really thought through it enough. Um, What do you think about, so people can make these goals, right? What do you do when those goals are not met? Or if you're at that 10-day mark in January and you're like, shit, I just missed a day, shit, I just missed two days, then what? Do you think there should be stronger like self-punishments or stronger self-rewards for when you do complete those goals? Or what do you think is like a system that works? I know it probably changes for each goal. Um, but what are your thoughts on that overall? Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know how you think about this. I say uh, it's, it depends on the goal. It depends on how much it means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think realistically, if it means enough to you, then you won't mess up. Like, really, mm-hmm. like it just shows you that it doesn't mean that much to me. Like, if I say, 
you know, I'm going to work out and I really want to get fit and I like whatever I, and I, I don't do that. Then it means I really didn't care about it. So enough. a lot of people like life might, they might not go to the gym. They might not work out, but like life is fine. Sure. They want to work out, but life is fine. Right. But would you agree that working out does help everyone? hundred percent. Yeah. Like yeah, a lot, so if like, they don't feel like there's enough pain behind that or like not enough suffering to give them a proper why with that, then like after 10 days, it's probably like, so, so you, why am you I kind of have some level of like uh, delayed gratification with it, like with everything in order to measure it because you're saying, you know, I'm going to give up something now because I know something in the future is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't know that something in the future is going to be better, mm-hmm. then what's you're sacrificing for no reason. So that's something. Um, I'm always one. I've been one of those people that like obsesses over things like that. So I obsess over, you know, getting the goal that I, I put. So it's hard for me to say what I would do if I didn't reach it. Mm-hmm. Um, because all the goals that I make that I don't meet are goals I just like made that I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I always hold myself in those situations to like an 80% rule. So where I say like, I'll measure it as a hundred percent and I want to get like at least 80%. And the way I also think about this is I make like, uh, like two, two different levels of goals. Um, I always have like a. F yeah goal. Yeah. Like a heck yeah goal. We had that with that pod when we first created this. Yeah, I have a heck yeah goal and then I have like a reasonable goal. Mm-hmm. And the heck yeah goal is what I'm shooting for. I'm only thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But when I look back and say, you know what? I met my base goal. Like I did. It's like shoot for the moon, land, land the in the stars, stars type of thing. Something like that, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that, I think that's important because, you know, it gives you something big to shoot for. So you're not, because sometimes you make goals and you hit it like really easily and you're like, whoa, like that was simple. And uh, now what do I do? <laughs> You but know, yeah, like a shoot, shoot for the moon, the shoot for the moon type of thing. Something I heard from Kobe Bryant once in a video, and it's like resonated with me so much. Like, he said, someone asked him like, "Why do you work so hard?" or something like that, and he's just like, "At the start of the summer, when it's off season, I signed a contract with myself. I said every day I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. and it's a contract now. It's like a mental contract. You can't breach that contract. Like your signature's on there. So it's just like it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter anything else. Like." It is a contract and you can't go back on your word. Um, and that's something I've always thought about. Like he just had that mentality that it doesn't matter. I got to do what I got to do. And I've even thought about like writing out a physical contract of my goals and signing it with my like own personal handwritten signature and sticking it to my wall. Like as cheesy as it sounds, I feel like that could actually work. I say to me. When you see your yeah, own signature. Yeah, there, for, like, for me, I make myself I label myself as the person that would do this. Mm. So I say, mm, I want to start working out. I say, okay, I'm a person that works out. Yes. That's and then huge. I don't work out and I'm like, that's not who I am. I'm a person that works out. So I start working out. Mm. And it just becomes a part of my lifestyle. It's not like, you know, something that I force myself to do. So, for example, I'm going to be this person that I'm, I'm going to be a person that doesn't live on their phone. That doesn't live in social media. I live in the real world, not in social media world. So... I'm a person that doesn't live on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that right now from now on. And I'm going to make a goal tomorrow to like whatever it is. I haven't decided yet. Well, how it's going to be that I'm going to measure that. And I'm also going to have an anti-goal along with this. So an anti-goal is a, something we haven't talked about yet. But an anti-goal is basically what I don't want to lose in the pursuit of chasing my goals. Mm. I don't know. A lot of people listening to this might be similar to me. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are similar to me in the way that you just obsess over certain things like self-improvement things or whatever. But if you obsess over goals like that, you can get to the place, you can be the guy that's 35, 40, whatever, and is chasing his goals so much. He wants that promotion. He wants that partner status. He's grinding for it so much 
that his kid's baseball game he hasn't been to in two months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his wife is at home, like, waiting on him, and he doesn't come home for dinner. And all these things he cares about so much, he's thrown to the side for the goal that he's chasing, 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 chasing. But once he gets that goal, he's not going to be satisfied because all the things he lost on the way weren't mm. worth it. And so you're sacrificing too much for a goal. You still, I mean, so so realistic. I have an anti. I want to write anti goals. So all my goals, I write anti goals for. And an anti goal is something that I don't want to happen in the pursuit of this goal. So this goal is not worth losing this over. And so I'm gonna chase this. And if my pursuit of this goal, co- like, keeps me from keeping these other things or or doing these other things or whatever. So like for example, for social media. I'll give you an example. I'm, I just said it on the pod. I'm a person that doesn't live in social media, but I don't want to miss out on all the, the things that my friends are doing. It's because I did this before. I had said, all right, eight months, I'm going off social media. I went off social media for eight months. No Instagram, no Snapchat, no Twitter, no, mm-hmm. I don't even know, YouTube, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no TikTok. I don't even, yeah. And so I just <laughs> never did on, went on those, right? Missed out on a lot. And that's something from this time going on, f- going forward, I don't want to miss that. So I'm, my anti-goal now is I'm not going to miss everything that's happening in my friend's life. So I want to chase not living on social media but still have the opportunity to see what my friends are posting to mm. what they're doing. So I'm going to make a goal that can get me, you know, mostly to that goal or at least as far as that goal as possible without losing on these other areas of yeah. whatever it is. I-, I loved what you said earlier about, like, it's not just – oh, I want to start eating healthy. It's I want to become the type of person who eats healthy. You know, that labeling with yourself in order to achieve those goals, I think is pretty powerful. I did this with alcohol. Um, I In college, it's like a big thing. Like people drink all the time. And I never really liked drinking, loved it, whatever. But like I would go out and like, you know, people would be like, yeah, I have this, have this, have this, have this. I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll have like one or two, whatever. And like drink and, you know, I never drank to like too much success, but like it can happen. And... I said to myself, you know, I'm not a person that puts poison in my body. <laughs> and now I don't struggle with drinking at all. I have no no problem with it. I mean, I'll have one here or there, but it's not. I've never had a problem since that day yeah. that I said that to myself of, you know, being someone. I, I, I've never really had the problem before in the first place, but, mm-hmm. like, I think that's something that can help. Like, it, labeling yourself is a huge thing mm-hmm. and labels are psychology ginormous i mean we can talk about negative labels positive labels in another pod because this yeah. is something that's Let's so important because like negatively labeling yourself is probably one of the worst things in the world you can do and positively labeling yourself is like amazing it can literally change your life like i don't want to go on too much of a tangent but yeah. on that note of negative labels i hear a lot of people are like oh i'm so stupid like oh i'm gonna fail this test like oh i'm gonna do this even saying those things out loud, even if they're jokes, you start to label yourself as that kind of person subconsciously, and it can lead to some pretty bad. I labeled things. myself as a kid as someone that was terrible at technology. Like I'm, I always said to myself, like I'm terrible at. I don't even want to say it right now. Like, ugh, it just kills me to decide yeah. to say it. We could talk but about that. I, I would say, yeah, and it, it just to this day, I still have like some inherent like fear of like not being good enough when it comes to stuff like that. To where. I make fun of you for being a Web3 nerd and I like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or all these like chat GPT. I'm like, ah, it's stupid, it's stupid. <laughs> and to this day, just because like when I was a kid, I was all about like, somebody told me like one time, they're like, why can't you figure this out? Like, you don't know how to use computers? Like, are you stupid or something? And I was like, I just don't know how to use computers. Like, I'm just not technology savvy. And to this day, I still like have problems with this. So oh, wow. the labeling is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But to get back to the goals, just to wrap it up, what would your your closing thoughts be about? Um, well, a few things. One, I love the anti goals thing you brought up. It, it reminds me of like that triangle that used to there used to be memes about. It's like um, 
It's like uh, social life, sleep, and run your business. It's like you get to pick two of the three points or something like that, and you always miss out on the third, right? Yeah. There's many versions of that. Um, but I think it's like being conscious about that and finding ways. I, I've never heard the, the term anti-goal, actually. That's kind of cool. Um, but like this reminds me of one last point. I, I feel like a lot of the stuff we've said, actually, I read in Atomic Habits about like the labeling and some of these things with habits. Um, another cool thing that I thought about and I tried myself was like you – to facilitate these goals to happen, you have to create an environment that is friendly towards those goals. So, for example, if I have this, like, greens super powder that I want to want to eat or want to mix in my water once a day, if you keep that hidden in a closet, in a cabinet in your kitchen somewhere and you never see it in front of you, you're just going to happen to forget and you're like, oh, I went three days without it. Versus if you keep that in the center of your island, you're going to see it all the time. You're going to be able to kind of drink it whenever you want, right? Same thing on the opposite end. If you say... Okay, I don't want to play Xbox every day. I'm sick of it. I keep on doing it, and it's hurting my life, whatever. Um, you could say, okay, I am going to take the – every time after I play, I'm going to take the controllers and put it in a completely different room. So now every time I play, I'm going to have to go to that different room across the house, get the controllers, and play. If that still doesn't work, um, next time unplug the TV and move the controllers. If that still doesn't work, I know some guy who literally took his TV, put it in the basement – and so now if you want to play Xbox again, you have to go through the process of getting the TV, getting the controllers, plugging it in, doing the whole setup. And it's just like, oh, I don't want – like the amount of work that goes into that just to get the reward of playing it, I don't want to do that, you know? Um, so that's yeah, like so another... make your environment as easy as possible to do the things you want to do and as hard as possible to not do the things you – or just, you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 to do the thing. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> you know what I mean. It's yeah. like if I don't want to eat sweets and I want to eat healthier, don't put them in the house. Like exactly. don't buy them. And if you want to work out, find a way to like cut down the time as much as possible to work out. Like put you know, some weights in your garage, like you know, a couple 20 pounds weights easy. and just say every day for the next like I'm just going to go for two minutes, whatever. And mm-hmm. I've told the story before on the pod of the guy that. You know, he he said for, you know, like two years, I'm just going to go to the gym for or a year or something. I'm going to go for two minutes. That's it. Go. He'll like get there. He'll check in. He'll like do like three bicep curls and leave mm-hmm. for a year. Dude lost like 100 pounds. You know why? It's because he forced himself. He learned the skill of showing up. Mm-hmm. And so I think when it comes to giving your resolutions this year, do what me and Rohan are doing. Do it tomorrow. You, I know for a fact you have something you want to work on. You just haven't set a goal. It's mm-hmm. actionable, read like <laughs> smart, smart. <whatever. laughs> Everyone's heard the term smart in all their school classes. If, and yeah, stuff, but if it, I'm it saying it wrong, look it up and say, <laughs> write it down in the smart way. Say like, you know, you've heard done in class, and then maybe write an anti goal, and uh, let us know if you make any goals. I'd love to hear yeah, what some seriously. of you guys' goal. Um, I'm really excited for mine. And, uh, you know, we can keep each other accountable. So. Yeah. Feel free to either reach out to one of us personally or even like DM our Instagram. We love engagement on that. Um, and if there's any podcast topics that you want to hear about or questions you want answered on the pod, feel free to just hit us up and we'll we'll try and make an episode about it. Yeah. If you're having any troubles with your resolution, I'd love to help you with it. <laughs> I don't know how good of a help I'll be, but if it's working we'll out, I got you. <laughs> All cool. right. See ya.